the jazz hour. I've had enough of it. Oh, yeah, no, I'm done with that. Welcome to the Closet Hips Happy Hour. Thank goodness we've arrived um, yeah. at a later time, as usual, as has been the case. Um, but yeah. next next Thursday, we'll be here at four. Well, I will be, will you? I don't know. I don't know about that. You don't know? Um, well, you can have a think about it. Yeah, I think I'm working, so that's a no. There we are. Uh, welcome to the Closet Hips Hour. We are here every four till six or sometimes half past four or sometimes five to five but we will be here every first day um so some news first of all um our co-presenter dean if anyone listens for him some people do um i think he's working at this time now so no longer will he be on the show so but he has been asking for these podcasts and it's a tough one to find the time for me to be able to get try and get it together so they they just don't happen do they they, we had one booked in there was a time where we did have one booked in and that was a few weeks ago and it never came to be but you know I feel like we keep people wanting more mm. if they did want anything so we'll start off with some sad news Alan Rick- Rickman has passed uh, for you, those of you who don't know already um, I happened to have my phone in my hand and the Guardian flashed up with it straight away Yeah. and I was like oh like mm-hmm. okay uh, 69 years old uh, cancer yeah. Uh, very much like David Bowie as well. And um, I assume if you're listening to this show, then you've probably heard about Bowie. Um, but Alan Rickman is the one that's uh, has come to be uh, today as well, which is a shame. So I'm just going to start off straight away, Elliot. Um, Favourite film role, Alan Rickman. That's... Mm, I would have to go with Die Hard, I think. That was... Probably his most famous... Yeah. Probably most famous... Well, no, Snape would be probably now nowadays... Yeah, Professor Snape would probably be his greatest Snape. I, I never saw uh, Prince of Thieves, um, but yeah, Die Hard. I think Die Hard. Um, I will say I'll give a little uh, tip of the hat to his role in Dogma. I've never seen that film. No, I just I feel like that is a film that he. I'm surprised he's in, mm. and um, I do I do appreciate him being in there. Very classy, very classy man indeed. Yeah. So, um, with the passing of David Bowie, and I'm sure lots of shows have done this, probably, but not u- as uniquely as us. Possibly Pu- not. Purely we'll on see. the basis of it's just us, I think this would be far more interesting. So, I spoke to you, yeah. and I said, wouldn't it be good if we picked our top five Bowie songs, and then we just play them for the hour Yeah. on the Phonic Show? That would be great. I mean, I've, I've tried to play in one because you were running late, and I think I did successfully play it, but then <laughs> I didn't knock down the levels of the uh, computer system. Well, I think, so. I think let's think of oh, 5 to 5 is now the official time the show has started. Yeah. The 55 minutes prior to that were just a warm-up. You were just dipping your toes in the water. Now we're going for the whole, for the whole 100 yards. Mm-hmm. How did you choose your top five? It was very difficult. I mean... You have to admit some classics, and uh, I've kind of gone from mostly 70s to 80s, but I have chosen one off his last two albums because okay. I just think it's a, a very good song. So Okay, well, I'm sure ours will cross over at some point, so um, until we hear one of um, each other's that um, we've both chosen, then I've got some backup ideas. Because sure, there, so ma- there are so many that if we do happen to have the same one, then um, we can go and delve deep into the other stuff he's done as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I went purely on the basis of Bowie songs I listened to the most because I yeah. felt it was too difficult if I were to think hard about which ones mean something 
and um, so I just went for the ones I just tend to listen to the most yeah okay what are you going to go for first am I starting am I go on then if I'm starting it's uh, mix number one yep um, and obviously now I've played Queen B yep I want to play Life on Mars on the same album uh, because I very much enjoy uh, the song uh, the lyrics in it and uh it's obviously a very famous TV series as well. So There we are. Well, I'm going to go for Moon Age Daydream because that happens to be the one we've played quite a lot. And in retrospect, Bowie was kind of always a seminal person we played yeah. on the show and was, out of all, all the people that I've been on here and co-presented, yeah. he was the one that all of us always liked. Yeah. And interestingly, I always think everybody's got their own Bowie in their mm -hmm. mind. Do you know what y I mean? Yeah. So some somebody thinks of Bowie, some people might think of him with an eye patch. Some might think of him they as do, the, Aladdin, yeah. the Aladdin Sane mm -hmm. or uh, the Low with his ginger hair. Short the Berlin hair. Trilogy. Berlin Trilogy. Um, so I think everyone's got their own kind of Bowie. That's it's right, like yeah. I mean, Who's yours? When you come to mind and I say it straight away, who do you picture? I like the Berlin sort of yeah, era Bowie. Yeah, me too. Me too. My favourite sort I'm of... I'm a sucker for the, the Eno and Fripp kind yeah. of collaboration things as well, which was really my way into Bowie, really. Yeah, I, and Robert Fripp's guitar work is insane mm -hmm. on... Um, well, one track, although I haven't included it, Fashion would be one mm -hmm. where his guitar work is just well, who knows? off the wall. We might be able to get into that stuff. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we're going to go for... Uh, Life on Mars. You, uh, you yep. play it in off there. And then Moon Age Daydream. Yeah. Cool. Uh, David Bowie Hour. Also okay. Hipster Happy Hour. Right. Brilliant. It's a god-awful small affair To the girl with the mousy hair but her mummy is yelling no And her daddy has told her to go But her friend is nowhere to be seen Now she walks through her sunken dream To the seat with the clearest view And she's hooked to the silver screen But the film is a saddening for but she's lived it ten times or more She could spit in the eyes of fools As they ask her to focus on She is fighting in the dance hall Oh man, look at those kids and girls Age Daydream there David Bowie from the Ziggy Stardust album and before that Elliot oh yes I played um, Life on Mars from Hunky Dory there we are indeed and um, the reason I ch we're choosing our top five Bowie songs Elliot so far 
has chosen Life of Mars. I've done Moon Age Daydream. Um, reason I chose that one as well was, yeah, you're right, it's on the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Uh, that not being the main reason, um, that just being the reason that it kind of made me appreciate the song in isolation. Because mm-hmm. when you put on Ziggy Stardust, I always go for the whole album. Yeah, it's very not much, just one yeah. cherry-pick one um, track. But when you do cherry-pick one track, sometimes in isolation, yeah. it proves to be a stomper and something that you go wow actually on on its own it's very strong indeed and I read earlier that um, he wrote it with a side project originally um, called Arnold Corns did you know this? no it was a side project band that I think he tried to make um, because he was frustrated I think with his solo career Mm -hmm. um, and then used all the songs from that um, and then just made Ziggy Stardust with those songs yeah um, so I do enjoy that one a lot anyway and um, we play it quite often on this show Ale, what have you gone for for track number two my second choice mm. okay well I've gone off the station to station album by the way I'm going chronological with my uh, oh, okay. choices so there we are um, I think I might be I am as well I think you are okay yeah so I'm going with, with Wildest to Win which I've uh, only just discovered is a song uh, that's not originally David Bowie's it's by it was originally uh, written by Dimitri Tomkin and Ned Washington and recorded by Johnny Mathis for the film Wild as the Wind so I've learned something from that there we are but what I uh, think about the song is um, it's on the Station to Station album and it's the last album before he goes off to Berlin mm-hmm. and I, I guess if you listen to the lyrics in the song it's kind of like he's had enough of this lifestyle he's yeah. living and he wants to sort of almost get away. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's a really well-organised yeah. I mean, song. He so. oh, really wanted to lay low, didn't he? Hence yeah. the title Low, which I think believes the first of the Blin trilogy. Yeah. So he really wanted to get out of that. Um, actually, some of the preface to the song that may be good is, um, mm-hmm. of course, if you score on the internet, you can find absolutely everybody who's everybody talking about how Bowie was an influence. Mm-hmm. And uh, Iggy Pop being a big big person who, who and a collaborator at one point and Iggy yeah. and Bowie went to Berlin together and um, Iggy was in turmoil and um, you know did like naughty things um, Bowie took him to Berlin to kind of clean up and do some albums and basically helped him do um, The Idiot and Lust for Life Wow, um, which was Iggy's two best albums still and the two that he's most proud of and um, if you go into Rolling Stone there's obviously a lot of nice articles and um, he talks about other uh, as a quote from Iggy the friendship was basically that this guy salvaged me from certain professional and maybe personal annihilation mm-hmm. simple as that a lot of people were curious about me but only he was the one who had enough truly in common with me and who actually really liked what I did and could get on board with and also does a little anecdote about how for a song called Nightclubbing on Iggy's The Idiot album was doing it on a toy on a t- toy keyboard and a drum machine mm-hmm. and Bowie refused to release it until he used some real instruments on it yeah. but, um, so they both, I think they both helped each other out a bit yeah. really. I think it's nice if you're going to go away to have a friend to keep you company um, the song I'm going to choose is Driving Saturday oh wow yeah I thought that was a good one that's going on the album um, uh, after Ziggy I believe it's Aladdin's yeah, you might, it might drive in Saturday. Might Aladdin same might slightly be before, but it, okay. Yeah, I'm not and sure. It's weird because I think like Ziggy propelled him into such a. He had that big hit with Space Oddity, mm-hmm. and then like I was looking at the album releases, and basically I I don't think when Hunky Dory and Aladdin Sane came out they didn't do as well as Ziggy, and then when yeah. Ziggy started doing well, people started buying 
uh, the other two albums and they sort of if you look at it in yeah. the charts it, it would appear that way anyway yeah what I was looking at is um, a single I mean out the way the singles are released and sometimes some of the singles that released weren't necessarily when the album was released sometimes no. it'd be an album before yeah um, which is interesting so I've got here for Driving Saturday um, it was released a single a week before the album yeah and its predecessor was the Gene Genie which became a top three hit yeah so it could be actually the album might be before but the single might be after so yeah well it sounds like the single was uh, um, a week before the album yeah was released in this case but there are other what, examples where that's not the case and the reason I chose that um, it's from the, the Control soundtrack for very much the same reason oh is that as, the film with Ian Curtis yeah and it's yeah. for the same reason kind of Moon Age Daydream was um, listening to that soundtrack a lot mm-hmm. and I think oh this is a good one so there we go uh, what's the name of your song so mine is uh, Wild in the wi- Wild is the Wind. Um, cool. And who's playing on that? Did you say Stevie Ray Vaughan was on that one? I don't know. Oh, that's I'm the Let's sure Dance album, I, isn't it? Yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughan does the, the Let's Dance album, yeah. yeah. But it doesn't do the live tour. He only no. does the out-studio album. Yeah. I mean, he died tragically young, didn't he? In like some sort As well, of crash yeah. Or yeah, it was a plane crash, I believe. That's right, yeah. There we go. Um, again, David Bowie for an hour. And um, Elliot's gone for Wild is the Wind. uplifting one yeah very good as well uh, Driving Saturday David Bowie from Aladdin Sane in which was after Ziggy Stardust yeah so I got to correct myself there I, I could, yeah I apologise oh dear the, the hate mail we will get yeah there'll be riots in the street uh, you know there'll be all these Elliot memes on social media oh, just really harsh because they really really you know affect the world mm, there's nothing that's like, what nothing quite like a meme is. yeah it's just yeah. it's the worst isn't it yeah um, what are you going to go for next well now I'm going to be, um, be doing well originally I sort of toyed between Life on Mars and Ashes to Ashes because they're both linked to that British TV yeah. show which is one of my favourite TV shows ever um, and I was going to omit Life on Mars over Ashes to Ashes um, on the buses not your favourite I can't stand on the buses. <laughs> God bless him, the uh, chap, the, the bus conductor. I forget that, his name, I always forget his name. Oh, I can't remember his name, but it's, the <sighs> actor's called Stephen Lewis. He, he passed away like end of, back end of last year, but mm. it just gives me the creeps. And mm-hmm. I certainly couldn't eat uh, an evening meal and watch on the on buses. The buses, no. No, it makes me ill. Yeah. The whole programme makes me ill. Does <laughs> it? Yeah. What, what is it? Why? It's just horrible. Yeah. It's, 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 it's hell, mm-hmm. that programme. <laughs> But, so you've chosen Ashes to Ashes. Yeah, because it's kind of like a throwback <laughs> song, isn't it? Because in the lyrics, he's talking about Major Tom and all that. And uh, he, he does, doesn't he? I'm, I'm not making that up. I think there are references. Yeah, and it's kind of like a throwback to his earlier days. And it's the first uh, real big hit of the 80s that he sort of did, wouldn't you agree? Blakey. It's the character oh, from On the Bus. Oh. Is that name's gone right through yeah, you? Yeah, it's gone right through, <laughs> right through me like a dodgy curry. Would, um, if that were a meme, 
if yeah. Blakey was a meme yeah. and he was, it was about you yeah. would that possibly be the worst thing that could have happened I think it probably would I think I'd need to check into the Betty Ford <laughs> clinic <laughs> Uh, okay well there we are so thank you for that and I'm sorry that on the buses wasn't what you would have hoped it to have been well yeah I hope it they had uh, a film as well didn't they oh please don't there's an on the buses film no Uh, well I can can stomach the dad's army film but I can't can't be doing with it what do you mean stomach I think that's alright isn't it well, yeah, it is all right. I mean, if it's palatable, I'll yeah. take on the buses, but I'm not. I'm not saying anything bad about Dad's Army. No, I'm not going to say anything bad about Dad's <laughs> Army. I don't have a problem with Dad's Army. I haven't got this tattoo of Dad's Army on my chest for nothing, you know. Well, it's a bit, it's a bit garish, but we won't. Uh, we're here to do a, a radio show, so let's not <laughs> talk about what your chest looks like. What I've chosen yeah. is Sound and Vision. Yeah, and um, purely because I like it. And I'm more attracted to the Blin period, yeah. where the Frips and the Enos and the Bowies and the Iggy's and the Lou Reeds, um, you know, all kind of were working together around that time. And those are all musicians who I absolutely adore. Yeah, I mean, Fripp uh, recorded on the Scary Monsters album, but this song that I've chosen doesn't really have a guitar influence. But no, I, well, I love the Berlin trilogy too. But none of my th- selections come from those three albums. Well, let me cover it for you. Okay. Uh, this one features Brian Eno on synthesizers and backing vocals, and um, that in itself is a reason to listen to it. Um, also, yeah. Rolling Stone got some great articles. You know, talks about how he. They've known each other for 40 years in friendship that was always tinged by echoes of British comedy duo Pete and Dud, reference yeah. to Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. Wow. Eno, Eno wrote, over the last few years with him living in New York and me in London, our connection was by email. We signed off with intervented names. Some, mm. of, it, of, some of his were Mr. Showbiz, Milton Keynes, Rhoda Borrocks, and the Duke of Ear. <laughs> I'm so glad I pronounced those correctly. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Shows also that he was a very funny person as well. Yeah. So I'm going to go Got for Sound and Vision. So let's play yours first. Yeah, right said Fred yeah and then we'll play mine Sound of Vision yeah. and um, I'm not sure why you don't want to talk about my chest Elliot but this is yeah, something we can discuss off we've been through this air. before and you keep coming bringing it back out <laughs> I just I'm not interested at the age of 27 one chest would have yeah. been fine I would have settled just for one chest well you've obviously not been uh, graced in that department <laughs> this, is a, this is a conversation for our fair yeah. ashes to ashes this was your 
was it fourth choice? It would have been my fourth choice, um, yeah. except for your uh, trigger happy ways. Yeah. I wasn't, you know, I was never too good at maths, I'll be honest with you. That's all right, don't um, worry. And what song was that, Elliot? That was um, Cat People putting out fire off the Let's Dance album, which um, was produced by Nile Rogers oh. and had uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan on guitar. There we are. And it was kind of like, it's his least favourite period, isn't it, he said, yeah, as, as a musician? Yeah, because it is his most like outwardly pop album. Yeah, yeah, he's got. Yeah, absolutely. But it's great. I think it's great. Yeah, it is. Usually, when they, um, these albums that people dismiss are Peter Gabriel, I think it's very similar in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, with it's, the So album. But again, but that's a, a great album. album. Yeah, what that's, a great album. That's thirty this year, and maybe one time if we got the time off, we should do a Peter Gabriel yeah. special. That'd be good. Absolutely. Um, starting with early Genesis mm. uh, what are you saying about that song it makes you feel in a certain way oh yeah I was saying about how it's kind of like I would use it as a take the town back kind of song would if this be your western or yeah. your hot fuzz moment my hot fuzz moment yeah like a yeah are you riding into where riding back into Exeter from maybe the top I mm. don't know top of Whitstone okay. or top of Ede Okay. And you know, it's been taken over by some bandits. unsavory bandits, yeah. Yeah. And I'm I've put this this tune comes on as I come in I say like a classic line okay, do on a horse. Or one liner. Uh we we haven't decided that yet. Okay. I mean the script would still just in yeah, it would naturally come mm-hmm. when the situation occurred. Oh, so, and what are you wearing? Um we haven't even we haven't gone into costume. Could or I be your Tonto? Yeah, that could be arranged. It's yeah. Tonto, isn't it? Not Toto. Tonto. Tonto, yeah. I could do Toto that. Toto is the... Uh, what's that? The, the dog. dog from The Wizard of Oz. That's right, I yeah. could be that as well, Elliot. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've had some 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 dreams. Well, I'm and, not going to flatten I'm not going to flatten them, no. I won't flatten them. <laughs> you were wearing red heels. This has got to stop. <laughs> um, this is... I mean, you've got a girlfriend. Oh, this is true, and I've, I'll just announce it. Um, yeah. Elliot, just as a side note, you can get the Ultimate Collection of On The Buses in an 11-disc box set. I think I'd give that a miss. <laughs> Did you know there's three films produced by Hammer Horror? What? Well, not horror, but Hammer. Hammer, the, yeah. Um, the On The Buses in 71, Mutiny On The Buses, which I like the sound of Mutiny On yeah. The Buses, and um, Holiday On The Buses. Yeah. Don't uh, like how do you it. do a mutiny on the bus? Don't get on. No. Oh no, if you're on the bus, yeah. Yeah, so you, can you do a mutiny on on naval ship. I guess you can go you could perhaps board the bus and not pay. Would yeah. That, would that be seen as a form of mutiny? Possibly, yeah. Okay, what song have you chosen? Oh, is it back to me again? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, isn't it your turn now? Well, should we okay? Should we do well, that? Should, should, let's get ashes to ashes out of the way, and then <laughs> and then you can have a have a play. Then all right, we we'll do ashes to ashes. Just, yeah, just, this is actually going to be queued up, isn't it? Yeah, it's ready. Yeah. Tell us about a way The shrieking of nothing is killing 
Sound of Vision there by David Bowie. Now, um, Ali, you've got some a kind of weird thing to tell us about, which I was completely unaware of. What are we talking about? Are we talking about what I've been looking up? Yes, this is absolutely true. Unless you have anything else you need to announce. Uh, no. Perhaps the Dorothy I dream wish, take you to a place you never imagined. I wish you'd have told me before I clicked off the link. Well, I can fill this with a gap, Elliot. And uh, the song you've chosen after is you're going for Where Are We Now, taken from the next day, yeah. which was Bowie's second-to-last album. Yeah, I really like this song. Um, it was a bit of a shock when it came out because he hadn't done anything for 10 years. Yeah. He suddenly releases a song on his, I think, what was his 66th birthday? Yeah. Um, I guess what I like about this song is uh, on a personal level is like we've all got some... We've all known somebody we've kind of lost, and it's... Uh, it seems like it's he's singing about somebody from his past that is not with him anymore, and it's kind of yeah. There's a bit of hope in it that one day they'll see each other again, whether that's on life, on on earth in life, or whether it's beyond and whatever we go to. I don't know. Oh, well done. So if you put it like that, it's a bit emotional. It is it? a bit emotional. Yeah. Very thoughtful. Um, £29.70 is the price on Amazon from the buses, the complete series. Well, I won't be doing that, no. I've chosen uh, Heroes after that one. I'm going Berlin again. I think Fripp's all over this one. Oh, right. I do believe. I do believe Typical. he is. But I thought you might have gone for that, and then I thought, is it too obvious? And then I feel it's appropriate, and I do like it. What, Heroes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Heroes, but it's, one of, it's not one of my... You know, it wouldn't make the top ten, I don't think. What we've done, the five that we have chosen, um, yeah. which was, have been the whole plan for this last hour, I really thought we were going to cross over, and we didn't. And this really proves that I was talking about, about everybody's got their own Bowie. Yes. Um, and I think that proves that, and obviously just the amount that he's actually paying out. Yeah. Okay, so you're in now. Is this your five? Is, this isn't your fifth one, though, is it? You've got no, you've done your five. My um, five are up. At, you've mm. got two more in. So this one, and yeah. you'll give it. You'll let us know, and then I'll know my last in one. Due course, of course. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, start, I'll tell you what. I'll start with heroes, then go into your. Where are we now? Yeah. Then we'll talk. Then perhaps we'll finish with my last Bowie one. Maybe play some Motorhead and finish. Yeah, why not? Motorhead, chuck it in. Absolutely. Uh, do you want to find what we're talking about um, while we play these two songs? If you insist, yeah. I think it's interesting. I think the world I, needs to know this. Uh, yeah. 
because if it's true, I think the world already does know it. But okay, but if it's true, I think um, has he responded? This person, you'll soon find out what we're talking yeah, I about. I think he said it's ridiculous. Good, <laughs> but if it were me, I'd go. Well, yeah, I have that power. Yeah, to command such a thing. Yeah. Okay, um, heroes, David Bowie. song to go and it is Black Star uh, purely on the basis of I think um, what a cool and experimental album yeah. to go out on and um, this was my song of the week a few weeks prior anyway it was yeah you did and play it I yeah. did play it quite a lot because I generally really liked it and I think it's him putting this stamp on saying this is how you do it yeah. and um, I think it's great that whilst he was diagnosed he was just making crazy music mm. and doing exactly what he's always done which is exactly what he wanted um do you want to tell us about your weird oh weird you want to get that in don't you we don't you have to you most amusing because you're not really into football like I am we were just talking about the <clears throat> um I was explaining to him the Aaron Ramsey curse uh Aaron Ramsey being the Welsh footballer who plays for Arsenal well he scored um twice this uh, week once in the FA Cup on Saturday and once last night, and obviously we've lost um, Alan Rickman and David Bowie. And uh, there's an article um, going through all the uh, the deaths of people he's caused. His first victim was Osama bin Laden. Well, well some would say that's fair, wouldn't they? Yeah, and Colonel Gaddafi. There we are. But Richard Attenborough's in the mix. Ah, see, that complicates things, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, I think the Robin Williams one's a bit uh, conspicuous, really, because it's scoring in the charity shield, and then two weeks later, Robin Williams. No, I think his, that's. I think that's clutching just at straws. Clutching at straws. Whitney Houston was another one. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, it's this weird sort of curse, but yeah, um, and interesting. He, and he said this is ridiculous. He said it's ridiculous, but at least I took out some baddies. Well, sometimes as a joke. So. Yeah, um, but I think I, if I had that, I would I'd scare people with it. Yeah, I think I would. I think too. I'd probably use that a little bit. Yeah. Cool. Well, there we are. Uh, Elliot, thanks for coming on and choosing. Yeah, it's it's been all right. Yeah. yeah. And um, I generally loved your speech about where are we now. And I felt that it was appropriate for Bowie's passing. I felt like it was yeah. appropriate for us as human beings. And I'm sorry that I stopped it with an on the buses reference. Well, I just wish you'd just stop mentioning. You found a weak spot in me, and it's on the buses. And well, this is what, exactly it. what I'm saying. If I had a power such as that, as yeah. we talked about with the curse, then um, I would use it and probably use it against you. Yeah. I'm just going to say there's 182 customer reviews of on the buses, the complete series. Yeah. Yeah. And um, most of which are all positive. 164 of those were five star reviews. Is there a is there a part of you that might think that? Perhaps you've got this wrong and you might rewatch the whole 11 series with On the Buses? No, I don't plan on doing that anytime soon. Okay, well, on that note, thank you very much for listening okay, to the yeah, Closet I'm Hipster sure Happy Hour. There are people here that uh, want to listen to this track and just think that these two are waffling on. You know. I don't think we are, Elliot. I think oh. we're. I yeah. think we're well, re- let me just finish we've then. We've probably added. Let me just finish. Um, what I was going to say about I said this during the songs being played right. that it, it's a funny way with numbers and David Bowie okay. because Space Oddity came out in 69 and mm. that was really the beginning of his career Yeah, and he bowed out at the age of 69 uh, career spanning 47 years and he was born in 1947 so it's just everything about him is just tied up it's like you know numbers. yeah and are. the way he's sort of even his death and the way he's timed it is just it's just brilliant really yeah well this has been the closet hipster conspiracy hour yeah and um, if anyone's got any UFO sightings they would like to email in um, possible Loch Ness monster or Bigfoot uh, photos then um, come to us first wouldn't you agree Elliot yes Thank you for coming on the show. It's been a closet hipster happy hour. If you've liked the Bowie songs we have played, we've put them on our Facebook page. Go to Hipster Happy Hour on Facebook, and there is a Spotify playlist with the top ten we've chosen. Uh, luckily, all of which the five that we chose each were all very different, and I think um, show actually how kind of eclectic he was. Yes, I agree, and yeah, yeah, good to have a range of David Bowie songs from the early infancy to the very end. So. Cool. Thank you very much, everybody, and we'll see you next Thursday. Cheers. Some body of